Welcome to season two, episode three. Four. Oh, oh, we just spoke about it and I still got it wrong. Oh God, that we was fuck like it up anyone, every, every single week. Anyone who had their volume turned up ready to listen to this has just gone not listening to yeah, this one. Yeah. Look at the Sorry volume. about that. Let's go again. <laughs> I was mid-yawn when Craig pressed the record button and then I was like, i got to cover my mouth. <laughs> so we're all here to go. <laughs> and good morning. Uh, Hopefully so you guys morning. are doing better than what we are. Yeah. <laughs> I've I don't think it's like much. But I don't, I've, I've had two today, but I feel like I've had a reverse effect. I really want to know the reverse effect, why coffee has a reverse effect sometimes. So we were talking about this yesterday, weren't we? The reverse coffee. Yeah. Was it yesterday? Oh, it was one of the days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of feel like a reverse coffee, coffee, coffee. coffee usually happens if you have a coffee and a sit down. Mm. Like if you're sitting down having a coffee and you've just shut off for a little while. Yeah. Um, getting back going after you had that coffee you think that coffee did not work mm. but i don't think it had anything to do with the caffeine it was to the fact that you actually shut off for five minutes probably yeah potentially yeah i feel i feel like if you it's probably one of those things too if you've sort of desensitized caffeine like if, if, if <laughs> why do you all look at me at the same time as you yeah, say that because you are um, but if you really if you're really caffeine sensitive and you have it like you're fine that's gonna get you off and about <laughs> I'll get reverse coffees if I'm drinking a lot. Whereas when I'm not, like mm. obviously this week I'll um, cut back to, to yeah. one. And I've cut back to two. Like my, nice. my, my one that Linda brought in this morning definitely like gave me a bit of a, sort of perked me up a little bit yeah. when I was feeling a bit flat. Um, yes. I think that um, just FYI, my two is um, two, 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 double two shots. Double shots, that's yeah. four. So because of of coffee. they're coffees from the coffee coffee shop, not just like a pod coffee. Mm. But I'm still only having two. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. alright. If it works <laughs> not for you, four. It's, it's fine. <laughs> well, yeah. I was having three most days. Yep. But I'm not 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 necessarily all from the coffee shop. Like yeah. two and maybe another. Yeah. But maybe a pod coffee. But yeah. I'm trying to just stick to the two. Stick mm-hmm. to the two. Yeah. I even had a decaf the other day because I wanted a coffee, but I was like, no. Like, have you gone off decafs a bit? Because you were using them quite a lot here. I've never tried a decaf. Um, I generally use them when I'm trying to just cut down. And <laughs> Placebo. I just, I feel, yeah. Well, I feel like sometimes it's not the coffee that I want. Like, sometimes it is, a, and it is, like, I've got a coffee because I had lunch mm. and sat down. So, oh, it's lunch. It's habit and it's... Yeah. Yeah, routine. Um, yeah. Sometimes I want a coffee when I get home from work for the same thing. Like not at 7, 8 o'clock at night, but like if I get home, like on a Tuesday, I get home a bit earlier, I get to have dinner and um, I usually get home and everyone's coming home. So like it's kind of like a sit down and everyone's mm. sitting down talking to each other and want a coffee. I feel like a coffee then. Yeah. But I'll make a decaf then. So I don't have caffeine at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I'd still go to sleep, but, you know, I just try not to. Yep, that's good. Well, that links into what we're going to talk about today being recovery. And obviously, like, we... I think we did one before where we spoke a fair bit about coffee. and Yeah, we have. Um, the half-life of coffee being uh, eight hours, so that if you do have uh, caffeine, you're going to eight hours later, like, depending how much caffeine you have, whether it's through mm-hmm. pre-workout or coffee, you're going to have half of that amount eight hours later still in your system so when we're talking about recovery and you're having a an afternoon or late afternoon or nighttime coffee 
we're still going to have quite a bit of caffeine in our system, which is obviously going to affect our sleep quality. If it doesn't, like it might not affect quantity. Mm. Some people have it and sleep fine, but the likelihood of it affecting our sleep quality is right up there. The funny thing about it, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago in the gym about coffee. Sometimes when you say to somebody, do you want to go for a coffee? They actually don't really care about the coffee. They want to chat. They want to have a deep conversation. Yeah, they actually yeah. want to have a sit down, sit down conversation. Do you yeah. like a coffee? You want to come down and get a coffee? It's usually because they feel like having a talk. Yeah. Or having a chat. So it's not. Um, it's like a a word for a chat, but kind of. But well, you, don't you, also, you don't say, "Do you want to go have a cup of tea?" Like you might if you're in the UK. But do you want a cake? Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should go get a donut. Cake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so sometimes it's not about the coffee, it's not about the caffeine or getting the coffee in, it's actually good being quality a like bonding Yeah, yeah, or so just to sit down and I need, if you've got a coffee in front of you, you have time to talk about something, mm-hmm. if you've got food in front of you, if you go out for lunch... You, you don't you, talk, you just you shove it in your face. Yeah. Or, or, or you do the opposite, you talk so much that like the it's food's not getting food. eaten. Yeah, yeah, so it's normally, well, in my experience and definitely like work related if you if we go down and get food we're going to go and get food it's not a lot of talking happening it's not too much talking it's happening. virtually inhaling and then got to go but if, you go, <laughs> if you go down for a coffee like if we go down for a meeting and we need to have a sit down like have a coffee you sit back with your coffee and sit back in the chair yeah and you actually sh- shut down a little shut down a little bit and yep. be able to talk and that kind of stuff so mm. maybe maybe sometimes caffeine is more of um a sit down, relax, kind of t- shut off kind of thing rather than the actual act of having caffeine. Yeah. Well, like, because caffeine's the most, probably one of the most, I think it's that or creatine is the most tested sports performance supplement and caffeine's the number one sports performance supplement that's legal. Um, so, you know, we use it for, you know, just enjoyment. We use it for... Um, when we are feeling a bit flat at work to perk us up a little bit so we can be more focused and mm-hmm. get more stuff done. But then we also use it from the standpoint as like a pre-workout, whether we call it pre-workout or not, just to make sure that we can push a bit harder in the gym when we are tired or feeling flat. So yeah, it's got a variety of, of different uses. Yeah, there. definitely. My caffeine habit, we'll call it that because you will just sta- stared at me before. Some call it habit, some call it addiction. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Um, is mostly, um, like you said before, I have one in the morning. It's habitual. So I'll have yeah. one in the morning as I'm yeah. coming into I won't have it. I don't even have a coffee in the morning at home. Mm-hmm. I have it when I get here. Um, and that's just a habit I've formed in having it then. Yeah. And then lunchtime. You know, because I'm gonna sit, so I'll have a coffee. Mm-hmm. So mostly, mostly habit. Sure, it's not like mm. I need a coffee. I, need and I suppose, coffee. like, yeah, I suppose but a lot of people's is, and but then they just don't have the understanding of how much. Definitely. Like, let's use just a, a an office worker for example. They might have however many four, five, six cups of coffee throughout the day. You might chuck in some tea there as well, but then they're not aware of the like the half-life side of things that we mm. spoke about before but then they'll go home get a shitty sleep Repeat. because of because of the caffeine yeah. half-life and then they wake up tired so they have yeah. a coffee and it can quickly get into this cyclical yeah. um negative feedback loop well 100 percent, i can tell you that when i was heavily drinking coffee 
I would have told you that it doesn't affect my sleep whatsoever. I can drink a coffee and go straight to sleep. Yeah. yeah. But. But it does. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like and just, not, just... Until you, not until you try and get rid of that those later coffees, then you realize that it does. Yeah. So I don't have that. I can't fall asleep. Yes. Yeah. That's not an issue. So a lot of people say to me, oh, I can't have a coffee at three o'clock in the afternoon. I'll never go to sleep. And I'm like, I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> what are but, you talking about? <laughs> but my sleep quality is not as good. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Yeah. I might Definitely. wake up about six times during the night instead. Mm. I think it was the time, like, just before Christmas happened and I went through a period of I was just waking up severely tired and then I was going through the same office worker pattern of having mm. three, four coffees a day. But it was because I was like, I'm really tired and I just need to try and wake up and I've got – you know kids class or something like that and then um yeah it's just rinse and repeat you just drink yeah. x amount of coffee and have a shit sleep and then you're like oh it's still so tired why am i so tired yeah so it's a bit like chicken, yeah. chicken or the egg like you work on yeah. your sleep to try like work on good quality getting good quality sleep mm. so that you don't need the coffee correct um and then you don't need the coffee exactly to get through the day which then affects your sleep Mm. So, yeah, attacking it from both angles. So, talking about nutrition ways and coffee, mm. the other day um, I logged my on my fitness pal what I ate. Yeah. Um, and I worked out during the day that I was not eating enough food. Um, yeah. And those are the days when I'm doing that and I think that I'm having enough food, but I without logging it, yeah. I'm thinking, I've had, I've had Heaps, breakfast, yeah. I've had a snack. I had meat and veg for lunch mm-hmm. and I had another snack in the afternoon yeah. when I actually logged it. The food calories was not very much considering I've been here since seven time, yeah. and I've trained and all of that. And I'd be looking for a coffee, but realistically I was looking for a coffee because I needed more food. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're low on energy. You're depleted and you need something. Yeah. yeah. So and coffee's the easiest. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling yeah. tired. When I logged my food mm. and cause I try and eat the majority of my food around my training and during the day. Yeah. Cause that's when I'm busiest. Yeah. Um, and I logged my food and, and I was like, oh, I really want another coffee. And I'm like, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I haven't really have still got a thousand <laughs> calories that I need to find to eat mm. and I've only got dinner left. Yeah, yeah. That is not a smart move. Yeah. I find if I've under eaten on a certain like and blech, on any day, like the next day, even though I've I've had a good sleep, I still feel tired. Because yeah. I'm just working off whatever I've eaten that previous day. And I think like even if I'm training I just feel slow and I'm like, it's because I haven't eaten enough the next yeah. day or the day before, sorry. And, yeah. And, and that sort of like people will talk about intuitive eating um, and, you know, you, you can get to a point where you can eat intuitively around about the amount of calories that you need. And you can, I'm not saying you can't, mm. but we're talking about, and I've, I've had the exact, exact same experience that you've had before yeah. where I've tracked mine where I think I'm eating enough and I'm not. Mm. Um, and we're talking about two coaches who yeah. have experience in tracking nutrition yeah. and still struggle with so, being able to intuitively oh, eat. 100%. Yeah. So like, for someone who's like yeah. fairly new or has never tracked before, and they're like, oh, I don't want to track. That's too hard. It takes too much time. I'm just going to eat intuitively. Yeah. Well, fucking good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, that's exactly right. So 
last year, not last year, COVID, the year before when I was um, competing and I talked about... What's competing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Do you do that? Do yeah. you actually do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I needed to be in my weight class a lot of the time because I was competing every six weeks or what for that was a lot anyway um so i didn't want the added hassle of the weight fluctuations yeah and then trying to make weight for compete competition mm -hmm. i tracked for like i would say the good part of nine months yeah i still now a year later worked out i was under eating because <laughs> i was intuitively thinking that i was having enough yeah okay yeah and I mean, that's a lot of practice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of practice. It's <laughs> a lot of practice. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty, yeah. It was just, you're like, oh, yeah, that looks like enough. Yeah. yeah. That container's pretty full. Yeah. Even um, some of the people that came to our goal setting thing the other week and, like, they've been posting their updates on Facebook and one of them came in the other night and said um, he didn't realise how much he was under eating, even though he was probably just intuitively eating mm -hmm. and then um when they went grocery shopping it's usually like oh we'll throw in this and we'll throw in that or who gives a shit we'll just get this 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 oh, and apparently things this. were getting taken out of the trolley this time and putting back on the shelf because someone was scanning everything that they were putting in and going no can't eat that no we can't eat that yeah <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was, I was told me that that was really yeah. happy i know i was like good for you yeah Massive, massive yeah. shift for someone oh, who like, massive he, he shift. fought against um, tracking. He didn't want to track. Yeah. And I Bree, him Bree yeah. gave it to him. <laughs> gave him what for? He said, why? Why not? <laughs> I was in a mood then. I had a rough day. We're not but, taking uh, any lift. Yeah, I was like, no. You, how bad do you want it? Yeah, do you exactly. want it or not? And that's, yeah. the, that's the thing, like. Like but it made him understand too that like he was b busy um, eating six liters of ice cream on one day, but on the next yeah. day, then he wouldn't yeah. eat anything for anything. lunch. Yeah. So it's just it, the, yeah. the reasons why you're doing what you're doing with the ice yeah. cream and stuff yeah. is because you're, you're binging. Not. Your body is just um, craving something yeah. and it yeah. craves sugar. And and it, yeah, 100%. It could be dehydrated too. Uh, um, yeah. Regardless of whether we're talking about like. We can talk about tracking nutrition from a body mm. composition standpoint, whether it's to gain muscle or gain uh, or lose fat. Yeah. But then talking about it from a recovery standpoint for people mm. who are, you know, in a sport, whether it's a strength-based sport, a field-based sport like footy, soccer, netball, um, a martial art, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Your ability to recover is what's going to be key at the end of the day because if you have an inability to recover, you're not going to get adaptations. So you're not getting better or you're not going to be able to do as many training sessions. Like if people can't recover adequately, Definitely. they can't train as much. So yeah. if you can maximize recovery and that allows you to do, I don't know, even if it's one session extra a fortnight or one session extra a week, yeah. over a year, you know, that's a lot of sessions extra that you've got to do competition. Mm -hmm. So recovery is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. a nutrition, nutrition and sleep are our two main parts of recovery. And then we have subcategories yeah. and other things that we can chuck in there. But if you sleep and nutrition is wrong, and you're relying on fucking meditation or some sort of supplement to help you recover, again, good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I I wasn't really looking at the nutrition or what I was eating from the standpoint of... Um, getting a six-pack, getting shredded. Yeah, getting shredded. Getting shredded. I was more... I was like, I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah, like, well, I'm I had I've yeah. had a whole weekend off. We went away. Um, obviously 
nice and relaxing. And, too much gin, uh, mate. Too many beers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm just like, I'm tired. I should not be this tired. I've just had yeah. a weekend off. Yeah. But not, it wasn't like the next day when we got yeah. back or anything like that. Yeah. It was like, you know, two days and two mm, days of yeah. full work. And yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm tired. Mm. It was like when Joss would prep for um, bodybuilding comps and, you know, probably four to six weeks or whatever it was leading up to those comps, he would be eating minimal, like drinking a shitload of water and just eating, I don't even know Nothing. what he'd eat, but it, not calories. a lot going on. He was like a zombie the whole time. He would just sleep for like 15 odd hours every day because his body was just trying to find some sort of energy to get him through the day. And he was still working and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, how are you functioning? You have, but he was physically putting himself through that. He wasn't in like unintentionally doing it. Yeah. He was like, I need to do this to get to a certain point so I can potentially win. And he, yeah. So that's not, it's not, it's not a good way to be waking up every day tired. Like what sort of quality of life? Yeah, are you well, having? People, get, people get used to it. Like, like yeah, exactly. In, that. In general, people yeah. who aren't training for something, um, or even if they are, but like they, they they just adapt and their body gets used to this is the normal. This waking is the up norm, and feeling yeah. like this. This is the this normal. is life. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not until you change it and start implementing mm. different interventions, whether it's nutritional, sleep, lifestyle changes, yeah. well, training. When, yeah. Then you're like, wow feels good to have energy like i've never yeah. thought this was possible yeah. yeah and if we talk about that weight loss kind of thing and there um and then uh you're feeling tired you're not losing weight you feel like you're gaining fat um and then you go okay i need to take less food i need to have less food because it's not working yeah and then that's not fixing anything because you're obviously we're too much of a deficit not recovering, not um, losing weight, yeah. um, feeling tired, and we quite often, quite often, that whole cycle is, well, I need to make it less. I need to make it less, and yeah. then your sleep quality is less, and then you're think, and then it just screws, A lot it, of screws it all up. Compromised, and people yeah. don't even realize, like just from um, um, the non-exercise activity standpoint, people start doing little things like instead of standing up, they sit down. Instead of just standing up, they'll lean on something so that their body's saving energy their body yeah. temperature will decrease there's like heaps of little things that we don't think about that add up to your total daily calorie expenditure mm. that just go without yeah. thinking about it yeah you're not conscious your mm-hmm. body will subconsciously just i don't know um stop you from doing all these things that you would normally do mm. like instead of walking upstairs you just catch the elevator and you would think you wouldn't think about it you wouldn't consciously be like yeah i'm like too hard i'm just gonna do this yeah you just do it yeah, definitely. Your train, even your training quality gets compromised when you're in calorie deficit. So, like, your motivation is compromised, but also, like, when you're in a training session, you're going to be doing um, less weight, less reps. Your yeah. total volume's decreased. Joss used to say that he, he used to have certain numbers that he had to have to hit while he was training when he was cutting, and he just yeah. couldn't get there, or he'd wake up just super sore again because he's not recovering. Yeah. 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 Severe doms because you're not eating enough food. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It is. It's crazy when you think about it that way, and mm. and you're eating, um, you're eating to lose weight, but you're also training, and then your training's not going well, mm. or you can't hit the reps that you need to, whether that yeah. be a weight or a amount of reps. Mm-hmm. 
and you're like, I'm, I don't like this. It's I've not nothing. I'm, this is not working. I'm not yeah. even getting fitter. This program is stupid. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's the program's it's, fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's the program's fault. Like, yeah. it's who to- wrote this shit? <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally the program. Yeah. Um, but they 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 don't equate it to mm. um, not eating not eating enough food yeah. to recover. Yeah. I think I, I um, changed a little bit of my eating habits when we uh, had a look at that Dr. Stacey Sims, Women mm. Are Not Small Men, um, and her little tidbits for women because women are not small men. Yeah, and like eating around training. Yeah, eating training. around your training because that's um, like that's what she said, that mm. eating in that 20-minute window. So we talked about protein and getting all that stuff in. Yes. Um, and, and when's the optimal time to have protein and all that kind of stuff. Um, she said that it's not the pro it's, we need protein, but you also need the, like it's as women, you, yeah, straight away, like women especially need that, yeah. um, that, that they partner up yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to make sure that I have dinner, uh, lunch, what was my two nights ago dinner, but anyway, <laughs> um, straight 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 after yeah and that's why my tra- my eating has changed around my training because mm. i want to make sure that i am eating the bulk Fueling of my the right food yeah. within that 20 minute window after mm-hmm. or prior yeah. you know the eating before training yeah so i'm going to be using it to the best of my food's ability not yeah. so my body feels good so um they're saying that even because she's doing a book on menopause or older women as well mm-hmm. that um it becomes detrimental to not have um, injury yep. for for older women, um, for women in general, I guess. Like you want to make sure that you eat in that twenty minute window, mm. eating enough food, and and stopping those injuries from yeah coming on because of lack of nutrition, lack, lack of sleep, of lack of recovery. Um, also, liked with recovery, since that we kind of cover recovery not just with eating, is that if you're having a really heavy session, like a really hard session, um, so if I'm going super heavy with my lifting in weight wise, or even if the volume's right up, yeah, she said for women to get into a cold shower straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, so before I have that food, straight in the shower and really hit. What was the cold the shower So women's core temperature is higher than oh, that's men's. right. And then yeah. while we're training because of our muscle structure and everything, yep. our core temperature gets um, right up. Okay. And the elevated core temperature can stay with us for long periods of time yep. because it's generally higher anyway. Mm-hmm. But you shock it into the cold water immersions uh-huh. or cold yep. showers. and yeah, it, um, it spreads out the heat from just being in your core. In the, to yeah, your okay, that's right. So then it helps cool. Cool down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I also what, listened to another podcast this week about doing that for women and um, anxiety. So it stops the if you're having an anxiety attack or if you're having a high heart rate, not due to coffee situation, <laughs> um, or yeah. a, just a like a panic attack or a, a, mm-hmm. any kind of... Like, I'm not coping kind of thing. Into a cold shower. Wait till you're sh- you actually start to shiver because it starts off the um, parasympathetic. Parasympathetic. Yep. Drive. Yep. And then it, um, and it slows it all down and brings you back into yep. a non-anxious state. So there's a bit to be said about it. Mm. Back to what you were saying before about the, the um, post-training nutrition. Like... Obviously, some people can't sit down and have like a, a sit down meal, 
but using something like a protein powder with some um, dextrose or some some other sort of glucose powder uh, is a really beneficial if you can't sit down and have a meal with some carbohydrates right after training you can just get some carbohydrates yeah. through, through or, uh, powder. we're talking about um bcaa's yep. she was talking about that during, are good dur- for women yeah yep. during training so they've got um some of that stuff in there while you're training yep. Yep. you can also get a hydrate a hydrate kind of one um that's got you know uh, coconut water and, and yeah um, that yeah that kind of stuff in it's got a bit of um natural sugar in it yep. to have well like during training that really helps too. Didn't Stacey Sim say that it was BCAAs only for like the week before their cycle? Well, she, she, or was it all the way around? Um, well, I've been trialing that. Yeah. And I think for symptoms, to re- was it re- to reduce like PMS sort of symptoms? Yeah. BCAAs? Or was it for sodium dumping? Sodium, yes. Yeah. Both. Both. Mm. Because they're, yeah, both, okay. they're both, yeah. Yeah. So just before you get your period, you have that big, you have mm. a big sodium dump. Yeah. And BCAAs helps oh. replace mm. that. So you don't have, and it's also really good if you feel like your hormones are a little bit out of control. Yeah. Okay. So if you're feeling like you're riding waves all the time, and it, um, you're gonna get a dump before you get your period. Mm. Um, it works works really well. So yeah. I've tried it a, f- a few different times. Sometimes the week before, I've I felt like I really needed it, mm-hmm. and like, um, a bit I don't know, a bit dry, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um. My blood pressure feels a bit lower mm. than normal. Um, I do it. I've been having it then. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, like, uh, when I've got my period, I'll carry it through for a few days. So mm-hmm. it's not like okay, my period's now. You know, I've got yeah, my yeah. period now. I'm like on day two. I don't need this anymore. Yeah. Um, I also found that a couple of times during um, ovulation, mm-hmm. I was like, I I really feel like I feel like I need that. Um, yeah, BCAAs. I feel a bit dry. I feel a bit need. I need a bit. It's not like you need something. Hard, it's hard to explain. Not like I need something extra, but I feel like I'm low in. I'm, I want. I want to have a Vegemite sandwich or something like a. Want yeah, something you want salty. Some salty. Yeah. So I, I'm like I just equate that straight away to yeah. needing some BCAAs uh, instead, yeah. and it helps with training. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, other recovery modalities. Um, besides the cold showers, besides the cold did you have shower, one today? Yeah, I had a cold shower today. Yeah, yeah, turned yeah. it turned it full cold. And sort of stood under it for about two minutes. What I um, what, what, uh, the only thing I have. Wait, let me start again. The thing <laughs> I have trouble with, yeah, um, being at work and trying to get the shower in either after the sauna or after training is getting my hair wet. So guys don't care. Well, mm. they don't really have as much hair, I guess. Then they can just stand under and then be like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally, totally. I know, I know, I've been I... there before, Tony. Remember I used to have long hair? <laughs> you used to have long I hair. I have been there. Sometimes, perfect little you know, Zac Efron curls um, we used to have. I, sh- I um, tried to wet my fringe once <laughs> and then I tried to dry it underneath our super duper hand dryer. And then... <laughs> You blew your head off. <laughs> I look like a porcupine. <laughs> and I couldn't calm my hair down. And if you've never seen me before, I have really fine hair that doesn't normally have an issue with standing up. Standing Yeah. <laughs> and it was not great. But I wish I could do that. Then that's mm. the trouble I find. Because yeah, nice. when you are hot, hot yeah, from training. you got a lot of heat in your hair. Yeah. That 
actually immersing the, mm. the head under the cold. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I want to, I want to, I want to. I don't yeah. want to get my hair wet. No. no. <laughs> no. So cold showers. Cold, cold showers, showers good. Um, I actually rate them way more now than I ever did before. Same. I've always really liked them just for like a... a yeah, a, good, you were, a good pick-me-up sort of thing. Like You used to get up in the morning and do a cold shower. I'm yeah. like, no, thanks. Yeah, I do it every morning. Every yeah. morning I'd do just, just cold. No oh, no. no warm at all. Just even in cold. winter? Yeah, even in winter. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, yeah, it's hard. Right. The hard thing with it is once you get out of it, like once you stop and you have like, you have a, a warm shower, mm. trying to get back to the cold shower is so hard. Yeah, so you've just got to like, stick with cold shower and you, you get used to it like you, it's like anything mm. you, like if someone comes and does muay thai and they kick one of the bags the first time even if they kick the soft bag they're like fuck that hurts my shin <laughs> <laughs> the and then and then after a year of kicking the soft bag and the hard bag you're like oh, i don't feel a thing it's the same thing with the shower like eventually like you just jump in you're like it's it's cold for a second it's like when you jump in the ocean yeah or, or in a swimming pool and your body not just super gets warm. used to it and you yeah. get that little shock and then you're good yeah yeah like I, I, I quite like them, but I know as soon as I come out of them, especially if it's in winter, it's really hard to get back into routine because the pipes are cold, the water's colder in winter. Ugh. Like it's always way colder in winter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, really good. Really enjoy it. Um, saunas. Do you think so? Do you think with the cold shower, the cold showers, that you rec- recover better, or do you just feel now, like? I don't see. I don't use cold showers for recovery because they are shown. For, for men especially not necessarily to be better for, oh, okay. for recovery because we actually want inflammation um so when you're having a cold shower it's like putting an ice pack on mm. or jumping in an ice bath like you're um you're trying to that that is to stop inflammation yeah, yeah. we want inflammation because inflammation is what's going to drive uh, adaptation and a, yeah. a response mm-hmm. that's the stimulus so technically it's not it's not good for recovery for men, for women, it's different because you're drawing the heat from having a cold shower draws the heat from your core more to your extremities, which your interior heat or your core core temperature cools down, but your extremity temperature increases. So yeah. you're not you're not getting that same effect. Mm. Um, so for men, I don't like I wouldn't recommend anyone unless you're doing it for competition. Like if you're in a competition, and you need to lift the next day or punch and kick someone the next day, whatever. <laughs> like then that can be useful mm-hmm. because you're not really worrying about an adaptation. You're just trying to compete. Yeah. Yeah. Performance. So from that standpoint, really good for anyone who does any sport that's multi multiple days or even multiple sessions in the same day. Yeah. Beneficial, but I wouldn't recommend anyone doing it like for, for males just straight after training um, or using, or even using ice baths. Waste of time. So I, I found if I've used the cold shower, uh, post training like so say I've have, had a heavy leg day mm. um, heavy snatches heavy cleaning jerks heavy squats after <laughs> jumped in and just put the cold shower it's not uh, like I still have it on my stomach say and then straight onto my legs um, that night when I go to bed I don't feel like my legs are heating the whole of the bed up like I've got electric blanket legs <laughs> um, but other days that I've not done it mm. and jumped into bed as Michael's like pretty much do not come near me you are so hot I just need to get away from you so hot <laughs> so hot right now <laughs> <laughs> it's like two weeks, we in, are, a row two weeks we, in a row now yeah it just shows our millennialness mm-hmm. the sort of things that we're quoting what's that off Zoolander that's it Hansel's so, oh, hot. Hansel's Hansel's so, so hot, hot right now, now. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great movie yeah that's great <laughs> <laughs> have you seen um, Zoolander 
Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's so hot right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a fucked up movie. But it's oh, it's quite best. funny. Um, infrared <laughs> saunas. Um, yes. Obviously, we have them now. We have two of them, and um, we've been using them. We've wink, spoken wink, about nudge, them. Nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> use them. Fucking use them. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, we've, we've, we've said. But we didn't buy them because um, we bought them. <laughs> we didn't buy them just to have them. We bought them because we've used them before yeah. and had good recovery benefits from yeah. from that. And it's not even just um, complete recovery benefits. It's you just feel like what we were saying last week. It's like having a coffee, but better without the anxiety. It's, like it's just a new day. You wake up. And yeah. You have a, you have one. You have a shower, and it's a yeah. new day. Yeah. I think it just improves your mental clarity, and it's good for your circulation and. Well, especially people getting who, all the toxins out. People too. who do struggle to sweat, it can be really, yeah. really beneficial for too. Like some people just struggle to sweat; like they don't sweat a lot. Yeah, oh, I'm, that's not I'm me. That's so not me. sweaty. Like I've like swam in the ocean when I get out of one of them things. Well, you know what? Red as a tomato. Jack said to me before, so he came in. Like we, it's rained a shitload today, <laughs> yeah. and we have quite a few leaks in the roof of our gym, <laughs> which sucks. Um, but I'm on Keeps everywhere a character. else. Yeah. On, on like the training area, like our, our, our CrossFit training area, yeah. the, the mats absorb the water mm. over a Muay Thai area. It just sits. They don't absorb it. So I'm over there training like halfway through my session. I'm pretty sweaty. Like I'm, I sweat a bit, but Jack comes over and like there's pud- there's like a big puddle on it. And he goes, he goes, is that sweat or is, is that like the leak? I go, what do you think, mate? I go, like, I know I'm sweaty, but I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're in the sauna, that could have been. When I'm in the sauna, that is me, yeah. yeah. In the sauna, it's fucking sweaty. I think um, I've been doing 20 minutes since because that's all I've had time for. And then yesterday I did a 30 minute mm. and my face was red for like an hour yeah. afterwards, even though I had a cold shower afterwards. Yeah. And I just, I was like, I am so red right now. I feel now. like 20 minutes is... So hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> so red. <laughs> 20 minutes is pretty ample, I reckon. Like, if you can squeeze 20. in 20 minutes once or twice a week, I 20. think you'd be fine. Yeah, 20, 20 is definitely yeah, enough. Like, definitely. you could definitely get benefits from 20, yeah. 30. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't, any you wouldn't do any more 30, than 20. 20 to 30 is, like, recommended. Well, 15 to 30. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think we're necessarily getting much more benefit from a well, 30 than you do a 20. Yeah. Mm. I think uh, if, if, the, if the sun is already hot and you've got in there and, yeah, and it's If you've hot, jumped yeah. in at like a lower temperature for the first 10 minutes and then it goes up. Yeah. 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 And sometimes, um, I mean, I wouldn't be scared to go in for a bit longer because sometimes it takes me a little while to shut shut off. Mm-hmm. So I'm not getting the benefits of the de-stressing or mm-hmm. just the regrouping mm. quite like quite as quickly. So depending on... Um, how the day's gone and and how long I've been on 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 for like mm-hmm. and then next and then next and then next and then yeah, yeah shutting off well, a little bit so well that sort of leads to like the final what I think probably like for my opinion the final like um, recovery modality is um, like that mental um, I don't even know lots of the words now like de-stress time like like um, I've blanked. Like mindfulness. Mindfulness. That's it. Yes. Mindfulness. Yeah. So like rest. Because, because if we are if we are so wired and yeah. we've got a lot of things running through our head, then that's gonna impact our ability to sleep. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a high resting heart rate, we're gonna have a high blood pressure. Yeah. So those things are contrary to being able to get good relaxing recovery 
uh, sleep, all that sort of jazz. Definitely. Like I know when I've got a lot going on up here, like my, my quality of sleep's not as good. I'm trying to get to sleep's a bit harder. Mm. Um, whereas when I am, whether it be brain dumping onto a piece of paper or doing meditation before bed or even just like taking time to read a book yeah um doing whatever works for you sometimes it might even be going like when i go home just chucking on play a game of fifa because i'm not thinking about everything else yeah it just like shuts my brain down onto that so whatever works for the person like there's no one size fits all approach because no. i could say yeah reading a book works pretty good for me and meditation works pretty good for me but that's not going to work for everyone water works pretty good for me Hmm? Water. Water. Yeah, water. Yeah, be, so, being in water. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah, being around water, being near water, being underwater, being yeah. So it doesn't. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to go to the beach. I don't have to jump in my pool. But if I'm like need to really shut off and getting in the shower for just not not for washing's sake, but actually getting in the shower, putting your head under the shower. No, <laughs> stop raising your eyebrows. I think she was a fish in a past life. Yeah, <laughs> probably that kind of. Shit. <laughs> or a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> Zealander quote. Yeah. <laughs> Two in one set. One podcast. That's why we're going to call this podcast. Mermaid. <laughs> Ways to recover and watch Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, so well, yeah, if I'm really bad with, um, I agree with I the water thing. It's very soothing. If I can't yeah. turn off and it's been a few mm. days, um, yeah, getting in the bath yeah. or yeah. yeah, spending some time around yep. some water. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I definitely I agree. agree. I think like any time I go to like a beach or spend any time near a beach, it's like very relaxing. Just going wherever you're like in the water or just like sitting out, hanging by the water, like it's quite soothing. Mm. Yeah, it's very relaxing. Very. Yeah, um, I reckon I'll probably do it for yeah, realities and stuff. Well. Um, any podcasts for the week that you would like to recommend? Mm. I listen to um the one you guys listen to uh, with Steph Cohen. Steffi Cohen. Um, yeah, I quite enjoyed that one. Follow her on Instagram. I do. I do. She's she flogs it. Yeah. Like she smashes it every time I go on Instagram. She's posted something. Yeah. Not this. She's wrong she's with that, she's very she, busy on Instagram. Very busy. Mm. Very busy. And she's hot. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't do it for me. I don't know. I don't find like Latinos like they don't do it for me. Yeah. No, uh, doesn't do it. I think when we first discovered her, I thought she was like super attractive. And now that her face is plastered all over my Instagram, I'm just kind of I've had over it. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had enough now. I actually don't know if I've listened to anything this week. How good am I? Um, I'm, 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 I've got a I've got an audio book that I've been. Oh, did you finish to. a minute and a half of your last audio book? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> finish that. So I got stuck into I got stuck into another one, which um which I find really interesting, but yeah. people might find benefit from. It's called um, Indistractable. Okay. Um, and it's basically like the science of why we get distracted, along with heaps and heaps and heaps of little yeah. tips to help people stay focused, whether it's at work, yep. whether it's with goals being more present with people like their family partner all that sort of stuff yeah so lots and lots of like it's an actionable book it's not just read it it's read this chapter implement the strategies read the next chapter implement the strategies so one of the ones i was talking to tony about it the other day and I, i've done this i don't know why i did it i probably heard it on another podcast or something once upon a time yeah but um not letting your phone control you so Ooh, like turning off notifications 
for lots yep. of stuff. So like I don't even have my email notifications turned on because I have set time that I will check emails. Yeah. I don't want to be in the middle of something else and then an email pop up and then all of a sudden I'm multitasking mm-hmm. and trying to do two things or that's taken my attention away from somewhere else where I want it to be. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I don't have really, other than text message and phone call, I don't really have any notifications turned on. I have yeah. to go into the app to find something. So even like Messenger, yeah, I have to go into that to see what people have sent Said, me. Yeah. So it's, it just stops me from being distracted when I'm trying to do something. Because if I'm at yeah. home and like they talk a lot about the science of it, even like the ping and stuff like that of your phone, um, how it like draws you to it. And then all of a sudden you'll onto a different app and looking at a different thing. Yeah, like like even the vibration. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm sitting at home, yeah. like, at the end of the day with Grace and, like, you know, like, I'm at work all day, so I want to spend quality time with her. Mm. Like, I don't want to be distracted by my phone constantly by ping, 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 ping. So, and, like, with my watch as well. So I've got all the notifications turned off so that, like, I will only pick up my phone when I need to, when I yeah. want to. So, it's a good, yeah, it's a really, good thing. I've really done that thing. before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... Yeah, I'd recommend that. Indistractable, it's called. It's on. I'm listening to it on Audible, but mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure it's, you can buy the book too. Yeah. yeah. I haven't listened to anything. I just went through my whole library and I haven't listened to anything. That's okay. That's I have fine. listened to a few. <laughs> so disappointed. I'm not disappointed. You need, yeah. you need a week off, Brie. Yeah. <laughs> There's a the universe last, telling you you need yeah. a week I off. I think last week I got a week off too. I was, I was like, I'll listen to something next week. New year, new me. I'm not going to listen to books. I'm not podcasts. I've listened to a few. I have listened to um, one called um, Overcoming Mental Agony of Injury. So I didn't um, know where that was going. <laughs> yeah, no, the mental overcoming agony, the mental, mental agony. I was like, oh god, that's a lot. <laughs> overcoming the that's mental ag- agony is, of injury. Um, it's kind of broke. It was kind of more about um, when you're. So it kind of was more about when your life is your, like your job or your fit, fitness is your yeah your hobbies your, your job sort of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and, and your your training and then you ha- you you feel like you lose your identity if you have a. a you know, a broken bone or a, um, you know, an injury where well, yeah, that you, would make sense. Where you can't do the things that you would normally do, or you take for granted in a day because yeah. your, you know, your job is. I fucking love the whole identity concept. Like that's so fun. Actually, talking about yeah. Yeah, so I listen to that and how it becomes very mental because yeah. your identity is is into your. I training. am a lifter. I am a crossfitter. I am yeah. a football player, football player. Yes. And as soon as they lose that, people struggle to cope. Whether it's yeah. losing like, it because of I? retiring or losing because of injury or yeah, and people like fucking really struggle. Yeah, what am I going to do like, now? And, like, what, what am and, I going to do? I think now? a lot of people changing would... changing identity because everyone has identity. It's vegans. They exactly. Have the same thing. I am a vegan, but yeah. like, no, I am a person. I think my name is Craig. Go I that. like Muay Thai. Yeah. And I like training people, training, but that's yeah. not my identity. There's more yeah. to me than that. Yeah, I think a lot of people would go through that identity crisis. At some I feel like stage. everyone does. If you're no, not unaware if you of it, retire or you become a parent or. Anything, that's that's really. it too. I am a, I am a parent. Like I am you, a parent. You see that yeah. as your only identity. Only, yeah. Like at the end of the day, you're a person, and yeah. there's lots of aspects that make up De- who you are. Definitely. So not to not to um, yeah. tie yourself down to one Just or two. One. She yeah. she does recommend a few books, which I'd have to look into the notes. What's her name? So, um, the the it's Heidi Armstrong. Um, what a cute is, name, Heidi. Um, and it's hit play not pause. It's uh, um oh, the yeah. menopause um. The series. girl series mm-hmm. that um I, so sometimes I don't I like to just listen to it because of the topic they're talking about. Yeah. I also listened to another one with her with 
um, breaking down body image and eating disorders and how um, eating disorders can come back to haunt you when you hit cool. menopause because you either have not dealt with them previous but then you feel out of control you feel out of control once you hit menopause because your body's not responding the way that you've always been in control of it um and that's played in the same part of break you know breakdown uh, of you know muscles or having mm. an injury or being able to do xyz yeah and then body body composition changes and being completely out of control with your body composition because of menopause and because yeah. of hormones and how it can be revisited mm. even if you thought that you that mm-hmm. was a part of your life that was completely over and then having body image issues yeah and it was really interesting because um they and i've been listening to a few different things i think maybe um what the one line that you sent me the uh, the one about breaking up with friends. Or oh, the Life Uncut one. Toxic life Friendships. Uncut, yeah. yeah. The, the Life Uncut, I'd listened to a few of those as well, but they also talked about how we, this generation of people or social media and all that kind of stuff, how they go into um, the body image and the body image for females is is looking younger, looking skinnier, looking younger, looking skinnier, looking younger, looking younger, looking younger, and then you hit where you're a bit of out of control with your body image being menopausal and then all of a sudden you become um like no one really notices you in the room anymore because you don't have that aesthetic of being young looking young and there's a Mm -hmm. bit of trauma goes on and then you go back to feeling how you're feeling when you're a teenager and being you know that whole anxiety (sighs) yeah no it's it's (laughs) fuck (laughs) fun times ahead guys no, but it was it was, yeah. it was very interesting because you know we live in the world of social media and you're posting and you're thing yeah. and we like post and videos for our work and videos and um, advertising and yeah. all of that, but it's around aesthetics, what looks yeah. good and what what's going to draw people in and yeah, interesting. There you go. Very deep. I know. How deep is that? Heavy note. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a listen. Let us know. <laughs> Uh pretty much most people that are in their probably 30s 20 late 20s early 30s will be like i don't need to know about this yet and they'll put their head in the sand they will not listen to it anyway lucky i'm not in my 30s yet that's fine (laughs) so i'm still in denial complete denial denial. no it's stuff you need to to know and think about for the future definitely absolutely yeah Hmm. yeah Oh. Right, we might leave it at that. Yeah, we might. <laughs> Have you know to finish? Yeah. <laughs> I know. You guys are looking at me like. What Have a great weekend and we enjoy being depressed if you're, you know, fifty odd and you, you listen to that podcast. But- the rest of you who don't listen to it, have a, have a cracker, and we'll uh, we'll speak to you next week. These two are done. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs>